Chat Discussion, Anointing Saints podcast, where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So before we get into some Saints news and a little talk about Saints-Eagles, I just want to say if you haven't followed us already and you like this podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at the Dis, on Instagram at Discussion, on Podomatic at the Discussion. Also, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Google Play channel, our Spotify channel, and our iTunes channel at the Hoodat Discussion on there. You know, hit the like button, rate us, review us, see what we're doing good, what maybe what we need to work on, and then also comment as well. That would all be good stuff. So with all that said, I think it's time to get into some Saints news. So our first and only piece of Saints news this week, you know, because we already covered the Brandon Marshall signing, is, you know, left tackle Taron Armstead is now out three to four weeks with a um, shoulder injury. People were saying it was just like a bruised pectoral muscle, so it could be something like that. Um, no tears or anything, so he won't be out long term. But three to four weeks is three to four weeks. So, um, you know, it's just a player that's been really good all year. Pro Football Focus ranked him the number one, you know, lineman for all, you know, linemen, the whole NFL. And, you know, I'm really, you know, um, fine with, not fine with this injury because, um, Taron Armstead's a great player and everything. And, you know, I like him and he's done such great stuff this year. He's gotten better this year. But I'm, you know, fine with our replacement for him in Jermon Bushrod. I think he's a very, very solid left tackle. I think he'd start for many teams as a left tackle. Um, you know, a very, very good backup plan. And thank God the Saints signed him because, um, you know, if we didn't have him, we had to put some, you know, rookie in or someone like that. I'd be definitely less confident, but I'm very confident in Bushrod. I mean, for about six years, he was, you know, the left tackle for the Saints. Drew Brees knows him really well. He trusts him. So I think that's just really big stuff for him, which makes him, you know, a really good backup. But, um, you know, I think we'll miss Armstead a little bit, but not as much as if we, you know, um, had another lineman go out and we had a really young guy come in. So, you know, it's only three to four weeks. He should be back for those two Carolina games, which will be most important. And, you know, I think he should be definitely back for January, you know, if we're going into the playoffs and the way we are playing, it definitely looks like it that way. So, um, you know, it's good stuff there that we have a nice backup. But obviously, you know, a little disappointing, you know, because Armstead, he has had injury, you know, an injury history, excuse me, in the past. And now it's coming out again. So, I mean, you know, you don't want to see it, but I think we're in good shape, you know, to take an injury on the offensive line. You know, some national, you know, media was saying that, you know, we are going to be worse because of this. And I just don't see that. I think you know, we did a really good job against um, Cincinnati, who has a pretty good defensive front, and Bushrod did just fine against, you know, Carlos Dunlap, who was a ton of, like, seven sacks. He was just as many sacks as Cam Jordan. So, I mean, he did fine against him, so that was good there. Also, you know, usually Michael Bennett um, lines up on the right side, so he only have to face Bennett this week, so I think that's a good thing there. Probably be someone like Chris Long, so I think that's a good thing for, um, you know, Bushrod there as well. But with all that said, I think that transitions just nicely into some Saints-Eagles talk as our main topic of the week. So as we, you know, do this every week, we'll start off with some notes, then storyline, and then the group-by-group preview. So first we'll do our notes, and first, the Saints are favored by 8 points in this game. They have a 74.1 chance to win by ESPN match predictor. That's, I mean, you know, nice stuff. I mean, I think now... You know, we're starting to, you know, get the respect of, you know, not only the media, but also, you know, maybe, you know, Vegas and stuff like that, which I think, you know, it's good, but it's good and all, but it doesn't really matter that much. But, you know, favored by eight points, that that's big for me, you know, that means that 
people expect us to play good in our home dome, and I think that's good there. Um, Philadelphia is the defending Super Bowl champions, so obviously interesting stuff there. They're going to probably play with a little chip on their shoulder because they are 4-5 and five as well, so they need a must-win here. You know, there's going to be a sense of urgency for them, or as we think, and you know, we'll get into that later, how it will affect them and how it will affect the Saints. And then also, Saints have the eight-game winning streak. That's a big no. Obviously, got to keep that going. Keep the momentum high. I think that's going to be big there. And then also, Philadelphia's two and four in its last six games, so they're definitely trending downward here. And you know, under 500 team. You know, went to the Super Bowl last year. You know, they're the hunted right now. You know, they're last year they're the hunter. Now they're the hunted. I know Breeze used to use that saying when you know we won the Super Bowl in 2009. But um, you know, it, they've had some injury troubles. They've had especially in their secondary, really banged up. We'll get into that. A little later um they've had you know so a couple skill position players you know be out so um you know they've a little banged up after a really you know long run in the playoffs now they're coming back this year having a little you know trouble you know maintaining health and then also you know they play a really tough schedule and I just think they got in a role last year they played really good they definitely don't have that same you know mentality that they had last year of the whole thing with the underdog and stuff like that I don't think they had that and um seems like they're kind of their swagger's gone, you know, their offensive firepower is gone, you know, I think they're only like 19th ranked in offense when last year they were top five, um, Carson Wentz, he's played really good, but no one besides him has played very well, and, you know, I think their offensive chemistry is just, you know, gone a little bit, and I think it has something to do just, you know, I think it's kind of that Super Bowl hangover, you know, I think that's a real thing, and I think they're feeling it, um, you know, onto the injury report, just quick, Saints had two people that didn't practice, and that is Marcus Davenport and Teron Armstead. We've also had a lot of limited practices, but I think all the limiteds will play. I think it's kind of rest with our offensive line is all on the injury report with limited, but non-injury related, so obviously that's good stuff. Seems like they're just getting rest. And, um, you know, Tyler Davidson, he has a hand injury that he's limited, but he was limited both days, so it seems like he'll be a go. Same with Teron Armstead. He was a non-injury um, you know, player as well, so it seems like he's just getting rest. And, um, you know, I think that's really it for the Saints. The Eagles, their secondary is banged up big time. Um, first, Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby did not practice. Those are their two starting corners. So without them, that would obviously be big for us. Excuse me. And then also they had tight end Joshua Perkins not practice. And then also former St. Darren Sproles not practice as well. So that's obviously, you know, kind of a big thing there. Um, Darren Sproles gives him some explosiveness, even, you know, if he's, you know, now a little older than he was on the Saints, he's still a solid player. Looking at other people that are limited, Lane Johnson, tackle, if he's limited and doesn't play, that would obviously be a big thing. And then Haloti Nada, their defensive tackle, stops to run really good. Um, he didn't practice on Wednesday, is limited on Thursday, so we'll see what happens Friday. We are recording this episode on Thursday night, so, um, you know, when we release this for probably around Friday morning, um, you know, we will not see the Friday injury report. So, you know, we'll see, you know, where Friday ends up for both of these teams. But um, it's looking like, you know, the Eagles will be banged up. Sidney Jones, for them, he's at full practice. He didn't play last week, but it seems like he'll play this week. So I think that's kind of big for them. But he's still not, like, at the top of their depth chart here. I mean, just looking at it, um, they're very banged up at that position. You know, Sidney Jones is supposed to be their slot corner, and he's going to be put into number one. Uh, look for Avante Maddox to play. I mean, these players are kind of no-namers that no one's ever heard of. Also, another corner is Russell Douglas. You know, no-name players that, you know, I think only, you know, people that cover the Eagles would know. But, um, you know, I think we will have the clear advantage there, especially with Breeze, Thomas, and all those guys. But we'll get into that in the storylines. So, now on to our storylines. That was a perfect transition. And 
Um, first is, um, you know, will Philadelphia come out with a sense of urgency in this game as they're 4-5 and five and they're kind of fighting for their playoff lives here? So, first, I mean, look, I think they're definitely going to come out with that sense of urgency. You're going to look for them to go for it. They go for it a lot with Doug Peterson. You know, he's a lot like Sean Payton where he takes a lot of risks. And, you know, he's going to go for it. They're going to probably try to do, a, you know, long plays. Just like, you know, when Tampa Bay came out, they really had nothing to lose in that first game. They wanted to show the NFL, you know, who Tampa Bay is. And they just came out, you know, slinging the ball, throwing it deep. And I think that the Eagles try to do the same thing. But the difference between week one and, you know, now, I feel like the Saints' back end is much better, much improved. And I think they're going to have trouble doing that. I think Lattimore will be able to start, shut down Alshon Jeffrey if he gets the chance to. And then, you know, other receivers, you know, look at Nelson Aguilar. I think Golden Tate, if they give him more of an opportunity, he can be a place where they beat us. But I think P.J. Williams is playing much better. And I think, you know, he can contain Golden Tate. So I don't think that would be as much as an issue. And then, you know, looking, Eli Apple, I think, is coming into a role playing better and better each week as he gets acclimated to the defense. And I think he'll be able to stop, you know, their long plays with, you know, Nelson Aguilar and players like that. So I think that will be big there. So, you know, I think they'll come out with that session of urgency, but I don't think it will affect the Saints that much. I think the Saints, you know, with the home dome, if they get off to a fast start, you know, I just don't think anything's beating them in that dome. The Saints are amazing, you know, coming back from winning on the road and then coming at home when they have all the momentum. You know, the crowd just feeds off of it. And, you know, being in the dome... Week 5, you know, after, you know, the Saints won a game, a big game on the road against the Giants. Coming home, I mean, you know, playing in the Dome. They had all the momentum, you know, from that Giants game and from, you know, the run on the road against Atlanta. They came in there and they played really good. They fed off the crowd. Who really knew that momentum was there, you know, carrying into the game? You know, you could feel even before kickoff in, like, the player introductions that this team had a lot of, um, you know, fire and energy. And they were going to come up for their home fans and not disappoint there, so I think you know I really don't think they will come out with urgency, but I don't think it will really affect the Saints that much. Um, onto our second storyline is you know as we talked about earlier, um, you know Saints wide receivers versus the banged up Philadelphia defense, and especially you know the Philadelphia corners. So I think that the Saints you know are gonna really capitalize off this. Um, I think Michael Thomas, you know, if he goes one-on-one with Sidney Jones, and, and if they play um, zone, which they may have to, that's just, you know, they're going to give up a ton of yards. Breeze, you know, if you put play zone against Breeze, he will just eat you up, and you won't see the end of it. He just waits, you know, with a good offensive line, waits for the spot, boom, it's too easy. They cannot play zone. They'll have to play one-on-one and have to win some one-on-one matchups. And that's going to bode well for Michael Thomas. It's going to bode well for Traquan Smith. It's going to bode well, you know, for Kamara in the slot. It's going to bode well for, um, you know, newly signed Brandon Marshall. If he plays, it looks like he will play. So um, I think that's big stuff there. And I think that, you know, I think Sean Payton's going to, you know, put a game plan around that. And I think it's going to be an integral part. You know, if we win this game, I think we're going to have to go right after their banged up secondary there. And then also another storyline is, you know, the improvement in the Saints secondary. Um, You know, I think, you know, you got to look at it. And the Saints, they've really improved in the secondary. And I think this is another week to prove themselves against a really... Um, you know, solid wide receiving core, you know, for the Eagles, you know, looking at, you know, Alshon Jeffrey, Golden Tate, um, Nelson Aguilar, those, you know, and Zach Hurts, you know, who's a great tight end, and, um, you know, how are we going to really stop them, and I feel like, you know, if Lattimore excels one-on-one on Jeffrey, if they put him in that situation, you know, Eli Apple, I feel like he can run on the outside with Aguilar, and then P.J. Williams just holds his own in the slot against Golden Tate. And I don't think Golden Tate is going to know the whole playbook in two weeks, so they're only going to be able to put him in in certain spots. And I think that's just going to bode well for the Saints. I think, you know, I think especially with Marcus Williams playing much better, Von Bell playing, you know, having a really good year, 
Um, I mean, I think the secondary is at its best right now, and I think, you know, we're going to see them, you know, have an even better game against, you know, a really tough um, Philadelphia wide receiving core there. Just can't give up the big plays, you know, can't give up. I know the first drive is going to be probably brutal. We're probably going to get beat on that first drive. So bear with me there, but after that, I feel like, you know, we're probably going to go into our own, you know, we're always bad against those pre-scripted drives, but after that, we usually, you know, hit our stride. Dennis Allen's a really good defensive coordinator when it comes to making adjustments, so I feel like, you know, we're going to excel there. So with all that said, I think it's time to get to our group-by-group group preview. So we'll obviously start with the quarterback, as we always do, and I think the Saints have the edge here. I'm going to put, you know, Drew Brees ahead of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is having, you know, he's coming into his own after the injury, but Drew Brees, I think it's just the class ahead you know Drew Brees is in that MVP candidate and I think Wentz is kind of a step below maybe even two steps below of Brees there but I feel like you know just looking at the stats I mean Brees he's done for about 2,600 yards 21 touchdowns only one pick and you know just Wentz who's you know 15 touchdowns three picks that's you know nothing to laugh about you know he's had a pretty good year as well he's had only had 21 yards but he's only played in um you know seven games while Brees has played in nine so, I mean, yeah, he's having a really good year, but, you know, Breeze also has a much higher completion percentage. So, I mean, just all that stuff. I mean, I think all in all, I think Breeze is a better QB, and he's going to show it on Sunday, as he has, you know, every Sunday in a row, you know, for basically the whole year. You know, hopefully he can put up another MVP performance and just, you know, another game, you know, put another feather in the cap of Drew Breeze after last week, just another amazing game. I mean, what else would you like the man to do? I mean, just looking at it. You know, game after game has just played amazing. And, you know, people are saying he's still, you know, not ahead of Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's had the best pass rating in the league. And it would be the best pass rating of all time. And when Aaron Rodgers did that in 2011, when he was going up against Breeze in the MVP race, they gave it to Rodgers. So they better give it to Breeze if, you know, all these stats, you know, and the Saints are playing really good. You know, so I think that would be really big. You know, if the Saints end up, you know, very good not collapsing over the last seven games. And, you know, they come up and, you know, Breeze is still having these amazing stats. Even if it's a little below Patrick Mahomes, I think that he'll still you know, get the uh, MVP here because, I mean, you know, if you're looking at the 2011 race, I mean, you know, Rodgers had the better um, completion percentage, not completion percentage, passer rating, and he won the MVP basically based on that. Also, his team was 15-1, you know. That was, the Saints were still 13-3 and that year, so, you know, not that much big of a difference. And then also, I mean, you know, even though Breeze broke Marino's record, obviously that's really big, amazing record. And, you know, if Patrick Mahomes beats the yards record, I still don't think it will matter because I really think the, um, you know, the people that, you know, decide on the MVP, I think they're going to, you know, want Breeze here. Just I, I really don't think they're conning Breeze. You know, I think some Saints fans think that, that, you know, they're just not giving a Breeze because they don't like Breeze and the Saints. I don't think that's the truth. I just think that, you know, they kind of value some stats over others. And I think, you know, having the best pass rating of all time would give Breeze that MVP there. So onto the skill position players. To me, it's either a push or a little edge towards the Saints. I mean, I think the Saints have a clear advantage in the run game, and I think that's going to be very, very big for the Saints. I think, um, and I think that's what puts the Saints over. Wide receivers, I think the Eagles have better, but I think the Saints have a little, you know, they have a better run advantage than the Eagles do in the, you know, wide receiver advantage. So, you know, give the little edge to the Saints. But, you know, the Eagles do have, you know, a really good wide receiving core, as we said. You know, running backs, you know, Corey Clement, you know, and Wendell Smallwood are really their main two. I mean, so, you know, you obviously got to put Kamar and Ingram over them, especially how they've been playing, you know, in the last game, stuff like that. Also, the Eagles have had trouble against the run in recent games, so I think that's just something to look at there. So, um, you know, all in all, I think give a little edge to the Saints in the skill position. Offensive line, I think that's a clear edge to the Saints, as much as... You know, the Eagles, they probably have around the 10th best offensive line. They've been playing really good, maybe even higher. 
because, you know, looking at Jason Peters, you know, elite talent there at left tackle. Lane Johnson, another really, really good tackle. Probably not better than our tackle combo with Armstead and Ramchek when they're healthy, but, you know, I think they're still good. Jason Kelsey's a very good center. And then, you know, they're really, you know, Brandon Brooks, average. And then, you know, Stefan Wisnowski, again, average. So, um, to me, they're about above average. You're probably around the 10th. Very, very good. You know, good offensive line. But I feel like the Saints, maybe even you know, in the top 10, but I feel like the Saints are the best offensive line right now. Even without Armstead, I feel like we are still, you know, top five there. So I think, you know, you got to give the edge to the Saints there. You know, D-line. So, um, you know, I think the Eagles do have a little of an advantage here because they're able to rush the quarterback. And, you know, they do it really well. You know, just looking at a Brandon Graham, you know, Chris Long, Fletcher Cox, looking at... um. Michael Bennett, you know, these guys have all had good years with, you know, five or more sacks, you know, so I think, you know, looking at all those guys, um, you know, they have a lot of guys, maybe not everyone has like the eight sacks, you know, that the star player, but they have like four or five guys with five sacks, and that's just really good, they get after the quarterback, and you know, our, our offensive line is going to get put to the test, excuse me, and I feel like, you know, to win this game, I think we're going to have to contain them, and if they start getting to Drew Brees, it's going to be trouble, so we have to make sure that we, you know, even give help to Bushrod, I really feel like, you know, if, you know, Josh Hill is in a lot of place trying to clip off, you know, the edge rusher, I think that would be, you know, big for us there, but I still think our offensive line will be able to, you know, contain them very good, and, you know, not give up many sacks there. So, you know, looking at our D-line, I mean, we're playing really good. Our D-line's playing really good. And especially, you know, I know we won't get Davenport back for this game, but if we get Davenport back for the next game, I mean, it's just looking really strong. You know, especially how we played last game, looking at, you know, Cameron Jordan, Sheldon Rankins, all these guys have just played really good. You know, even uh, Alex Ofor is having a pretty good year. Um, He had half a sack. Tyler Davidson, David Onyemata, you know, they're playing good right now. And um, all you got to look at also Taylor Stallworth, who's, you know, been really good against the run. I think the Saints are better against the run than the Eagles, and the Eagles don't really have a good running defense, so I think that's going to be big there. I mean, Fletcher Cox is really their only good run stopper, but if you can, you know, you know, block him, you know, I don't think you know, we'll have much trouble. You know, they were putting eight-man boxes, and Zeke Elliott was still running all over them last week, and I feel like you know, we're in a similar uh, position to they are, and I think we'll be able to run the ball really well. So I think we have the edge on the run game, but I think they have a, you know, a very good pass game, pass, um, you know, rushing game, excuse me, and I think that will help them a lot. So that's why I give them the edge, but even their linebackers don't, they can rush the quarterback. So that's big there, but, you know, I feel like we definitely have the edge in the run defense, not by as much as they they have in the pass defense, but, um, you know, the pass rushing defense, excuse me. But, you know, the way the scene's playing, it's definitely close, but you've got to give a tiny edge to the Eagles, you know, pass, um, you know, rushing defense compared to our run defense. So I feel like, you know, they get the edge there. On to linebackers, I feel like our linebackers, how they're playing, you know, it's superior to the Eagles. The Eagles do have Nigel Bradham, who's really good. But after that, they really don't have much. You know, they have Jordan Hicks and Camus Gruger hill There's not that much really there. I feel like our linebackers, the way DeMario Davis is playing, he's really playing at a Pro Bowl level. And then also A.J. Klein, who's having a career year. And also looking how Alex Anzalone has played, you know, who's played really well as he's healthy. So I feel like that's big there. And I think, you know, we have the edge there. The way we've been able to stop the run, you know, best run defense in the league, that was big. And also stopping tight ends. You know, we've been able to stop tight ends really well. And this is going to be a big test with... Um, you know, the best tight end in the league at how he's playing right now, Zach Ertz. So if he can stop Zach Ertz, that would obviously be amazing. I think we we will, I think, actually. You know, I think we're good at stopping tight ends, and I think we're going to do a good job in stopping Ertz, and I think that we'll contain him. You know, he'll probably have an average game, but I don't think he'll have an over-the-top amazing game there. And then on to the secondary. I'm going to give us, you know, a push, you know, if they have a couple of players play. But if none of them play, you got to give it to the Saints just because, 
you know, I'll take, you know, Marshawn Lattimore, Eli Apple, and P.J. Williams over Sidney Jones, Rasul Douglas, and Avante Maddox. I mean, you got to there. And then also our secondary, our safeties, excuse me. I mean, they have Malcolm Jenkins, but I feel like we have Marcus Williams, who I don't think is as good as Malcolm Jenkins, but I think he's good. And then also you got to look at, I really feel like Von Bell is maybe even better than Corey Grant. So I feel like maybe it's a push, but maybe give a little edge to the Saints there. So, um, you know, if both uh, pass defenses aren't very good. But I think that um, it's about a push. I mean, maybe give it to the Saints, you know, because at least we're healthy. And I feel like Lattimore is far ahead than any other cornerback on the Eagles right now. So I think that's going to be big. If Darby and, you know, Mills don't play, I just think it's going to be a huge positive for us. And I think we're going to just pass all over them. And I think we'll be able to stop the pass game, you know, for the Eagles, you know, relatively better than they'll be able to stop it for us. So I'll, I guess I'm going to give the edge to us there. And then also special teams and coaching, um, you know, their special teams is pretty good. You know, they got Jake Elliott, um, Cameron Johnston, you know, the Australian punter. And, I mean, look, I mean, they're pretty good there. They won't have Sproles for the punt return, so Corey Clement will take over those roles. But I feel like, you know, I'll take Taysom Hill. I'll take, um, you know, Kamara in the punt, the punt game there. And our kicker and punter with, you know, Thomas Morstead and Will Lutz, I think, are far ahead of theirs. Maybe not far ahead, but, um, you know, Jake Elliott's had, you know, a little worse of a year than he did last year because he was really good last year. And, you know, Will Lutz is just having an amazing year, so I'll put him over Jake Elliott. And then, you know, Thomas Warren said I'll take the veteran over, you know, Bell. I think a rookie punter here in Cameron Johnson. So I'll take us in the coaching. And I think Sean Payton, you know, I think he's just a better coach than Doug Peterson. I think Peterson's, you know, a very good coach, Super Bowl winning coach. You know, he did a lot of things to win that game. I feel like they're very similar, but I feel like I'll take Sean Payton's veteran, you know, nature as a coach. You know, he's really good at pumping his players up, keeping the momentum, and getting them ready to play. And I think he did that you know, throughout this eight-game winning streak, so you got to give him there, and I think that he's a superior coach to Peterson in that manner. So now our prediction, you know, is that everyone's been waiting for. I'm going to go 35-24 Saints. I think the Saints take care of business here, get the win, I think. It'll probably be a close game in the late. The Saints will, you know, pull away here, and, you know, I just feel like our firepower is going to be too much for the Eagles' banged-up secondary, and, you know, I think that's going to cause some trouble. I think they're going to come out, you know, with a sense of urgency, probably play good at first, but I think, you know, we'll probably withstand their storm and then come, you know, storming back in the second half. You know, I think we'll be equal with them, and I think we'll just pull away at the end, you know, so I feel like that's kind of the direction of this game. So, with all that said, I think it's time to get to some Houdat Nation fan questions. So, this week we have three questions from the Houdat Nation. So, our first question is from... Houdat, 23-13-10, and he said, you know, is this the best team you have seen since the 2009 team? So, I feel like this team and the um, 2011 team are very similar. Um, you know, they do a lot of things very similar, very high-powered offenses on both sides. Defenses, you know, not as good, but, you know, you know, they're getting starting to get turnovers. Our defense, their defense got turnovers that year. So, um, you know, I think looking at it, I feel like this team is getting the kind of breaks that the 2009 team got. Um, they have the kind of magic to me. I think they have the, you know, determination of the 2009 team. And I think that this team may be a little more like um, 2019. I think they really are. Because I think, you know, as much as I think their defense, you know, is not that good. I think it's played better late. And I think it's turning into that 2007 defense with like a 2009 offense. So think of that, you know, I think. So this may be like one of the best Saints teams ever, you know, thinking about it. I really like what, you know, our offense is able to do. I think we're maybe even more dominant that 2011 offense and maybe even the 2009 offense. Right now, we're scoring at will, basically. We're scoring touchdowns, or at least scoring points, basically every possession. You know, last week and the week before, we didn't have to punt. You know, thinking about that, that's amazing. And I think, 
I mean, that's putting this offense, you know, I think superior to maybe any Saints offense in the Sean Payton, Drew Brees era. I mean, obviously you can make, um, you know, arguments about really a lot of these offenses through, you know, the Sean Payton, Drew Brees years. But I think this offense is so dominant right now. And if it could keep it up through the season, I think you know, that's just going to be you know, a big thing for this team. And I think that puts it up as one of the best offenses here. I mean, to the defense, I feel like this defense is coming on a lot like that 2017 defense. I mean, maybe, you know, it's taking a little more time, but I really feel like it's coming. And I think we're having a lot of wins like we did in 2017, but even by more of a margin here. This game reminded me a lot of, you know, the Bengals game reminded me a lot of the game in Buffalo. And, you know, as much as, but I just feel like this team is better than that team. I don't know. That's what I feel. I think, you know, they're a year older, so they have more experience. And I just feel like they're really benefiting off that there. So is this the best team since 09? I think it's yet to be seen, but um, I think it's on the right track to be. You know, that's what I feel. So here, our second Houdat Nation fan question is by Saints fan from NY. He asked, um, you know, where has PJ Williams, you know, got better? In what ways has he got better? You know, because you said he's gotten better, you know, in the past episodes. Yeah, so, you know, I get what he's saying. It's like, like, you know, how PJ Williams got better. And I feel like, you know, what he's really gotten better on is, you know, I think he has better technique. That's one thing. That's a big thing that he's gotten better at. Um, I feel like he's more confident. I feel like he's more prepared than he was. And, you know, just looking at, you know, the tape, I think he's putting himself in better positions to, you know, make big plays. And I feel like that's obviously a big play, you know, a big thing for him, excuse me, there. So, I mean, looking at it, I feel like that's what he's done better. Even, like, all the turnovers he's had, you know, he's been in the right position to make a big play. And I feel like he's a playmaker. Maybe he's not the best in, you know, like, covering, you know, slot receivers. Because, you know, look, he's going to give up some big plays. But I feel like, you know, he can make his big plays back. And in some games, you know, he's been almost shut down. Like, last week, you know, you didn't really hear P.J. Williams that much. So, that means... So he did really good in you know, covering and being able to, you know, stop receivers. And I think he did a really good job last week. And I think, you know, he has to build off of it this week as the Saints play a really tough slot receiver with uh, Golden Tate. So we'll see how much he's grown in this game because Golden Tate's probably, you know, the best slot receiver in the game, if not one of the best. So I think, you know, we'll see what P.J. Williams is made of there. And then our final question is from Hood at 91341. And he asks, you know, will Kirkwood still get snaps after the Marshall signing? So I feel like, you know, Keith Kirkwood's on this team. You know, he made the team after um, Brandon Marshall got signed. You know, the, the corresponding move was JT Gray, you know, being cut. So he'll probably be put on the practice squad, you know, after he goes through waivers. But I feel like, um, you know, Keith Kirkwood, he was here to catch, you know, balls. And I think he'll keep on doing that. I think between him and Brandon Marshall, you know, that, that would be the Des Bryant role. And I think they can execute it really well so I think you know just looking at it I really like Keith Kirkwood excuse me and I think he's gonna bring a lot to this team you know if he can grow I think he's gonna learn from Brandon Marshall and he's you know with that veteran presence you know I think he's gonna be a really solid receiver you know maybe in a couple of years so um to me you know play him hopefully he gets you know like three four so targets a game you know Brandon Marshall gets three four targets a game and then you know of that you know you can get you know, four or five catches, you know, hopefully for 50, 60 yards and, you know, maybe a TD. That would just be amazing from that slot. So I think that's really big there. So with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. So if you like this podcast and haven't followed us on our various platforms, you can follow us on Twitter at the this on Instagram at Discussion, on Podomatic at the Discussion, and then also you could subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, our Google Play channel, our iTunes channel, and our Spotify channel, and on those channels we are at the Discussion on there. Please rate us, review us, so we know how we're doing, what we're doing good, maybe what we need to work on, and then also, you know, comment and like, you know, all our videos, that's just really helpful for me, you know, as we're still growing this podcast, you know, if you like it, you know, smash that like button, that'd be really huge. So, with all that said, you know, I think the 
Saints playing really good football, obviously. Can't wait for Sunday already because, you know, I mean, I really just want to see this team play again. You know, it's one of these teams that I think it's one of the best teams I've seen as a Saints fan. So, you know, you, just, you can't wait every time during the week. You know, you just say, can't wait for Sunday. Can't wait to see the Saints play. So, you can't wait to see them on Sunday to play the Eagles. I think it'll be a fun game. And hopefully, you know, we can come out victorious there. So, with all that said, I want to say thank you, prove them right, and who dat?